This meeting is being recorded. Good morning, good afternoon, good evening. Thank you guys so much for taking the time to tune in to Step Into Your Sunshine. I am Rachel Kudron, your host, the owner of Kudron's Curiosities Boutique and RC Copywriting. Today, I have a fantastic woman with me and I'm going to hand her the reins and let her introduce herself. Oh, thank you so much, Rachel, for a lovely introduction. So my name is Kyliana. I am, well, personally, I'll start with personally, actually, I tend to dive straight into business. So let's talk about <laughs> the personal side. So I am a mum of two. I am a wife to one. Um, and I love all things spiritual. I'm a massive kid at heart. I think it all plays into that magic side of things. So Disneyland is my favourite place in the world. And, you know, I'm one of those really annoying people who puts up their Christmas decorations on the 1st of November. <laughs> so it's all very much about magic in this household. Um, in terms of business, I do have a spiritual business called The Confidence Coven. And within that spiritual business, I am a spiritual guide. And I take ladies on a journey of enlightenment and empowerment. And my aim is to help them to release those shoulds <laughs> that society places onto us and to really step into themselves and what they feel passionate about because I think sometimes we can lose so much of ourselves that we actually don't even know what it is that we're passionate about because we're so busy in a routine and living life um, and seeing women go through that journey um, it's it's a magical one and I absolutely adore what I do. What a beautiful message that you're putting out into the world. And you grab my attention with the Christmas decks. I'm a huge Christmas fan. And my husband always tells me because I'm American, oh, we have to wait till after Thanksgiving, which is at the end of the month of November. And I'm like, no, 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 no. You know, we need like at least three or four months to celebrate Christmas. And <laughs> Yes, I can totally relate to that. So you can tell him, I found a non-American person who puts their decorations up on the 1st of November. Yes, yes, exactly, exactly. Let's dive in today. And the first question I have for you is, what were some of the defining moments in your life that shaped who you are? So as I'm sure it is for many people, there's, there's so many that come to mind when we're asked a question like that. Um, the very, very first thing that really shaped me was my, in my childhood, I was, um, I was raised mainly by my mum. I still saw my dad very regularly, but they had broken up and I lived with my mum and she was quite ill for the duration of my childhood. Um, she had multiple sclerosis. And so unfortunately she could only, she only really had movement of, um, like she could talk and she could move her eyes. And I can't remember before that kind of stage. Um, so for me, I think there's a combination of things, but I always felt a little different um, from 
other people. And I think that obviously played quite a big part in that. Now, my mum did unfortunately pass when I was 10. And that was, as I'm sure it is for anyone, a really difficult time. And it was like I had lost my best friend, my mum, my world. And, but another important thing for me through losing my mum was she was my big connection to spirituality. So I was raised in a Catholic family um, who are very against <laughs> spirituality and would hate the idea of me being a witch right now. <laughs> um, but they, so I was raised in spirituality by her. She was, she would say how she could see people's auras. Like she, her eyesight was deteriorating, but she would um, tell me how with, with her eyesight, her actual physical eyesight deteriorating, she would start to develop these senses where she could see the colors and the colors that she would see would be um, indicating people's intention towards her and their mood and how their energy was. So although she was losing those perhaps physical features, she was gaining a huge amount. Because for me, reading someone's energy tells you so much more than seeing someone's physical appearance. And she was my first experience of Reiki and crystal healing. I remember this magic man who used to come around our house. And I, I don't know how often it was, but it felt like he was there quite a lot. And he would come over and he would lay all these, I'd get banished out of the room and he'd lay all these pretty stones over my mum. And I didn't know what was going on because I was a child, but I just remember you know watching in awe and when he'd leave my mum would feel better and she would you could tell some of the pain had gone and because she'd got to the point where she was on this whole concoction of different um drugs and you know painkillers but obviously naturally they wear off over time and so they weren't having the full effect but when this magic man <laughs> would come over to our house as I called him as a child then you know she would get this boost and she would feel better and we would have like our after Christmas our favorite time of year was always Halloween and we would have like these massive decorations and we would go all out and tell ghost stories and witch stories and it was a really beautiful time to spend with my mum but obviously with her passing not only did I lose my whole kind of relationship with her my relationship with spirituality was also somewhat lost because everyone else in my life not <laughs> that way inclined and my dad I love him to me since I have a really close relationship with him but he is not <laughs> one to believe so to speak um you know he would never judge me for believing but he doesn't necessarily believe himself um and so that was definitely the first defining moment that loss and I felt that loss of not just my mum, but of that link to spirituality. Um, and I would say the next defining moment was where it came back in. It kind of did a loop again. So the next defining moment, I was in court 
and I had just come out of a very abusive relationship and I'd built up the courage and I'd taken my abuser to court and I was giving my testimony in the court and I remember just feeling like I was being torn apart by his barrister, his solicitor. And it was one of the toughest days of my life, if not the toughest day of my life. And I just, I could feel my energy was completely on the floor. There was like nothing left. Although I was obviously physically standing up, I just felt like I couldn't go on at that point. I just, I, it was awful. But all of a sudden, I just felt this... I can't even put into words, I can't quite quantify exactly what the feeling was, but I could feel my mum and I felt her energy surround me and like lift me up. And not just a point where I'd always wished and hoped that there was another side and always kind of thought, oh yeah, my, you know, my mum's still with me. But in that moment, I knew 100% because I'd experienced her there and wow <laughs> that was like a huge moment for me and it again it wasn't just the gorgeous emotion of having my mum back in my eyes it was also that link again to spirituality and knowing for definite that <laughs> those beliefs that we had all those years ago must be right um and I think that probably was the catalyst that that really set me on my spiritual path to to kind of do what I do today in my business um and yeah I think a lot of healing has been done meeting my beautiful husband I know a lot of people say you have to have love. You have to love yourself before you can love other people. I actually would disagree with that, which I know may be a little controversial. <laughs> but I think sometimes when you have a safe space to heal and that time where you know that everything's taken care of, you're taken care of, and you can actually let down, let down those walls and lean into the energy of you I think that is where my true healing came so again meeting my husband was a huge part of that and of course becoming a mum as for anyone I mean you know it changes our life on so many levels um, but I think you have a new level of awakening when you become a mum and you know it's the most beautiful experience in the world and that certainly has change my perspective on things as well wow I the whole time that you speak I have goosebumps and I could like feel things going on in my body and that's such a beautiful story to share with us and to share with all of our listeners and I would like to dive into some of it and one of the things that really grabbed my attention at the very start was when you were talking about your mom and that her eyesight was physically deteriorating, uh, yet she would be able to see people's colors. I find that really, really fascinating. And for me, I, I haven't really been that much of a spiritual person growing up. 
Yet for all of my life, things just drop into my head. And what I mean by this is that I'll wake up and I just will know something will occur that day or has already occurred. Or today, you know, my sister-in-law or another person I have in my life is going to have a baby. It's going to happen today. Um, or you know, they're going to tell us this when we get there. And I know in my heart that I know it's true. Like I am certain that this is the case. Yet the other side of me is thinking I am insane. Like how, how would I know these things? And constantly throughout my life, I would just say to myself, it was just coincidental that I yeah. knew this. Um, that, you know, no, of course I just wouldn't know this. Um, and I remember thinking, why does this keep happening to me? And then in October of just last year, and as I experienced more spiritual people in my life and actually within networking with my business is I connected with one lady, um, Haley, and she had these morning masteries where we would talk about energy and abundance and flow. And I decided to attend these events. Now, this is to tell all the listeners here, this is 100% outside of my comfort zone. And something I'm like, I don't know what I'm doing, but I feel called to be part of this. And I would remember every time I do the morning mastery, especially for about the first two weeks, there would always be a color that would come into my mind. And it was bizarre. It had never happened in my life for me. And I was talking to Haley about it and she's like, oh, well, you should look up chakras. And I'm like, I don't even know what those are. I, I, I mean, when I tell you that I'm very far removed from spirituality and spiritual things, this is the truth. And so I started looking up those and seeing how they coordinated with the colors that I would see in my mind. And the most fascinating thing happened when I was experiencing a lot of pelvic pain then I would have uh, the colors with chakras associated with the pelvis. When I was really stressed or I could feel like my voice wasn't being heard, then I would see different colors. And it was the most intriguing, bizarre, kind of out of my body experience that I had in real life where I knew that I saw these colors and they, and then, they happen to respond to a chakra chart. Uh, it just blew my mind. And also coming back to like healing energy and focus um, is one of the times over the months that I've been with my mom going back and forth between here in France and in the US. I was sitting in the room and all of a sudden this feeling just like over overcame me and I was like something is wrong something is wrong and I, I could not shake the feeling everybody else was like oh you know Rachel there's nothing going on I'm like there is something going on and um and I I just couldn't shake I believe is it the blues and purples that are in the pelvis 
it so the pelvis here it tends to be like the orange like the sacral okay okay and so i anyway i it's like i'm in this space and i know that something is wrong and i cannot explain it and so i'm like okay all right i'm just gonna follow my instincts because we're gonna we're gonna follow my instincts and I go over to my mom and I just put my hands on her. Now, this is something I have never done in my life. It feels, I don't know why I'm doing this, but I just feel called to. And I put my hands on her and I just close my eyes. And I can feel energy and sounds bizarre, but this this is really how things unfolded for me. And so I, I could feel the energy and I was like, just tell me what's going on because my mom couldn't talk my and everybody else was looking at me like I was crazy and I was like so I just waited until everybody left put my hands on it and I closed my eyes and I was just like show me the energy tell me where it's painful and in my mind immediately her upper right or upper left um thigh was like flashing I know that sounds, I keep saying insane and crazy because that's how I felt. Um, But I was like, something's wrong with mom's upper thigh. And at the time, we knew my mom had a blood clot, but we didn't know where. And I was 100% sure that it was there. And lo and behold, a few days later, when she had her uh, x-ray done on her legs, the same space and place in my mind was exactly the same place where her blood clot was. And that it it had changed a bit from the time uh, that it, when they first discovered it versus when uh, they looked again. And I, I still, I feel, I can feel goosebumps going through my body, remembering and recounting this experience. Because for me, it was like many times when I'm not focusing on specific types of emotions, energy appears gold for me. Yeah. And, uh, and, and I just knew. And I, I don't have any words to explain that experience. I don't have any medical necessary background that would say I just knew that and that was the case it was purely instinctual that I knew that something was wrong I went over to my mom's bedside and placed my hands on her for an unknown reason because I was called to do such thing and then I just closed my eyes and I just said to myself you know show me the pain show me the energy and then I just knew and for me, I've, I'm on this journey of I don't know what it means, but I know that kind of my opposition to what was before October of last year has been broken into pieces. And I don't know which way I'm moving forward, but when you talked about your mom seeing colors, I when people come into my life or that like, I see them and I'm talking to them or especially in person, then I 
it's not that I see colors around them. It's more like I feel the color. And I'm like, why am I thinking about blue all of a sudden? Why am I thinking about red? Um, and I haven't really done a lot of work into what that might mean for me. But I felt like you were the person to share it with. And it brought back that memory when you were talking about your mom. I love that. And I love how intuitively, even though obviously you use the word insane and crazy quite a lot in that, but yes. you still went with what felt right for you. You knew you had to do it and you proved yourself right. You were right. And, you know, thank goodness you did. So you could see, you know, you could help in that situation. And I think one of the things that I speak quite a lot about is what actually is spirituality, because a lot of the women that I work with or that I meet will class themselves when we first meet <laughs> as I'm not a spiritual person that's not me that's and I, I think it's because what media and what society kind of gives us this idea of what spirituality looks like and obviously we see on social media and there's so many different realms of spirituality I think we can often class ourselves as not when actually like me listening to you right there. I was like, wow, I had goosebumps all over listening to how connected you are. And you mentioned like you'd asked about in the pelvis, is it blues and purples? It, what's interesting for me is you mentioned that as you were saying that you felt this calling to go and put your hands on your mum and the purples is very much your third eye crown chakra area which is your connection with the universe your connection with your guides and your connection with your intuition so the fact that you saw those colors and then went and did what you were called to do and I still got goosebumps running all over me um, shows me that that was obviously your third eye and your crown chakra like boosting you you know and it being very open and you receiving this information and as what's beautiful is that you have trusted that and it's so interesting isn't it how when either we are in pain or someone else is in pain our automatic reaction usually is to put our hands on them and obviously reiki healing crystal healing any type of healing we will use our palm chakras to send this and this healing energy to other people so the fact that you felt called to go and put your hands on your mum, I have no doubt was also you were sending her healing at the same time when you were receiving these messages it's absolutely beautiful and please don't ever think when you're in my company things like that that you say would ever be crazy <laughs> You should hear some of the conversations we have in my membership. <laughs> yes. And I think this is this is a good experience for people to tune in and listen because this is kind of opposite like opposites talking about something that's more than just the two of us. Is that you're very in line with your spirituality spirituality and your direction. And I it come from a position where I am a hundred percent not. And I had never thought about it. I never really opened myself into that realm or possibilities. And it was just throughout my life, what would always am amaze me and then make me question everything in my life would be when I would just know things and then they would occur. And that 
taking look with that happening more and more I was like okay what's going on here because this is kind of freaking me out and um and more than that it was also sort of baffling my husband he was like how would you know that yeah and I'm like well I don't know how I would know that I just do like I just know that I know yeah absolutely and I don't know whether you have found it but I certainly found I mentioned um before about feeling a bit different from other people and a big part of that was I knew things and I felt things that I knew other people weren't picking up on and I thought that I may be crazy (laughs) Um, another thing that I because I'm someone who very much feels um, people's physical symptoms of things as well so before I learned to protect my energy and cleanse my energy and all that sort of thing. At the end of the day, I would go home. I started thinking I was some kind of hypochondriac because I would like be in pain constantly, especially towards the end of the day. Now I know that that's I was picking up emotions and also physical symptoms from other people throughout the day. And I wasn't allowing myself to release that. But I think it can be quite lonely when you're having a different experience of the world to other people and not because you're alone at all and not because you don't have a great support system but just because if you haven't got someone close in your life who experiences the same it can it can be quite daunting can't it but it's a beautiful experience like you are with sharing that these experiences are happening and connecting with other people who have felt the same as you it can be inspiring yes and the knowledge that we aren't alone and I want to take a moment to kind of talk to all of our listeners and ask them are you a spiritual person have you had spiritual encounters or experiences that you cannot explain are you like myself where you throughout your life you've known things or experienced things but you can't explain them you don't know how you know them or are you more like Kylie, who's been drawn to it from a young age, has accepted it, embraced it, and is now sharing her light with the world? I want to know. Tell me. Comment. Write to us. Let us know. Now I want to pivot just a little bit to another energetic experience, yet more focused and rooted in business. And so... One of the things that you said when you were saying really defining moments in your life was when you were in the in the courtroom with your ex-husband, taking them to court for the abuse. And for me, that brought back a memory actually related to business. And hear me out here, because that's what you're just thinking, what in the world? And one of my first readings with more energy work not necessarily spiritual but energy work was with Tony Robbins and this idea about that you can train your mind to do and be anything that you want to become and one of the methods that he puts forth when you are trying to grow your business or you're trying to expand or even start your business is mirroring 
mirroring. And so you find somebody who you want to be like, who's in your same realm as you, uh, you look at what they do, you look at what they say, how do they act? How do they present themselves on the camera? What kind of post do they do? All of those things. And then you replicate it, you mirror them. And he goes into these activities that he does at his events where he brings people on stage and you have two people and one person thinks about an experience and the other one copies all the mannerisms of that person. And then somehow they're able to identify or closely identify what's going on in that person's mind just by replicating their energy and their mannerisms. And so me being myself, that's not always just swayed easily like, yeah, yeah, that would totally happen. At one of the events uh, that I held, I decided that I was going to put this theory to test. And so I tell all the ladies, and they're, again, looking at me kind of dumbfounded and so, like, has she lost it? And I'm like, we're going to do this. We're going to do this. So it was a small group of people. There was about eight of us. And so we were in partners and pairs. And I talked about replicating, you know, the breathing patterns, the mannerisms. How, is there, how are they sitting? Are they clenching uh, their hands? Are they Did they cross their feet? How is their shoulders? You know, what is their face doing? Is there tension? Is there not? You know, are they smiling? Are their eyes twitching? It, all of the very specific mannerisms of that person. And we do this for two minutes. And, and I'm like, you really focus. Are they slouching? I, I, you know, you want to act, if somebody looked at you, they would think they were looking at the same person, just in different bodies. And my experience from that was incredible. I was mirroring somebody else. I focused on all of the specifics. And in my mind, all I could see going back and forth was this kind of black and white energy going back and forth. And it was kind of angry and irritable. And uh, it, going, it was just going back and forth in my mind. And I couldn't figure, I gained that emotion of sort of like anger and almost hatred and I was just replicating this woman's uh, mannerisms that's all like I came in very happy very upright, and uh, feeling empowered yet in a matter of two minutes I was feeling angry and I had that deep-seated sort of hatred going on in my body and I'm like what is going on and in my head I'm seeing this black and white energy go back and forth so when we're done she asked me what did you see and I said, I explained what I saw, the black and the white, and that hate and anger, it felt like a fight. It felt like it was going back and forth and back and forth. And all of a sudden, her mouth just dropped to the floor. And I was like, what has happened? And she goes, I was back in the place when I was in court with my ex-husband. And we were fighting back and forth back and forth and she and everybody else there was just stunned because we had never spoken about this event this had never occurred in any conversation yet by me just mirroring her mannerisms 
I'm giving myself to her to accept her energy and what was going on in her mind. I was able to almost differentiate what was happening in her mind and in that experience. And that blew not only her mind, but my mind and everybody else's mind there. I bet it did. Wow, what an experience as well, especially if you weren't expecting that. It's not like you went into a session thinking, right, we're going to, you know, be psychic now. <laughs> wow, what an intense experience. I love that. And for me, it is, again, I see that from a very spiritual lens. And um, so, for instance, when I'm working with ladies and a lot of the work we do to start with is all focused on energies. So people from the outside kind of see the fact that I wear the witch's hat and do all these things. And I think think that it's all kind of standing around a cauldron. It's not. It's a lot of the stuff we do is energy work. And one of the techniques that I um, teach to the ladies is about surrounding yourself with mirrors. So it's not necessarily mirroring someone's energy but if someone you know one of those people that you come across and they are an energy vampire and they do just drain you completely and I think we all know <laughs> that someone probably comes to mind when I say that um if you feel the need to protect your energy and you feel really drained when you go home after that experience surrounding yourself with mirrors that are pointing outwards with, with the intention of reflecting back their own energy. So we're not trying to send anyone negativity at all. All that we're doing is showing them, sticking a mirror up to them and saying, this is how you are behaving. This is how your energy is coming across. And it is crazy, the turnaround. And the reason that we, we teach that is so that you can see the difference there People don't want to be um, have that energy <laughs> reflected back to them. So by being able to do that, you are able to stop their behavior without you actually needing to say a word because it's all in the energy. And just as you've said, we can being able to connect with someone's energy. We can manipulate energy, especially if you are sensitive to energy, which is you sound like you very much are. Um, <laughs> you can really easily manipulate the energy. So when we're in that place, so when you were connected with that lady and you could feel what she was feeling, and you were perhaps thinking, oh, my God, what's going on? Why am I seeing this? Once you have that full connection, you can then use that in a positive way to then change your energy and because you're so connected with that person at the time you can lift their vibration as well um you know and you can get them to the place that um and when i say the word manipulation it, it sometimes sounds like a bad thing i don't mean it in a negative way at all it's to help people it's manipulating the energy around them not manipulating the person but you can connect with them and then help to raise their vibration Absolutely. I 100% believe that and because I saw it in person. I experienced it in my body. And also you can see that in real life at Tony Robin events, like he raises the vibration of everybody there. Anybody I have ever spoken to that has gone to an event by him is just, it was the most amazing empowering event of their life. And 
it's all about taking in, you know, it's different ways of different perspectives on sort of the same idea where, you know, if you are reflecting a positive uplifting energy with all these people, then they are taking that in and that raises up their vibration. And yes, I would a hundred percent agree with that. Absolutely. And every like we've probably all heard the expression energy is everything. Everything is energy. And it's so true. You know, wherever we put our intention with energy, that is where the energy is going to go. And we can literally change our lives and change the world with energy. Yes, 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 yes. Now I want to know, how do you identify and cultivate your strengths? And how do you help identify and cultivate the strengths of others? So I think for me, my one of my biggest strengths, but also a strength that helped me with other strengths, if that makes sense, is my intuition. Uh, <laughs> but not just my intuition, my trust in my intuition which takes quite a bit of time to build I would say I think for a lot of us me especially especially if you've been through where you've perhaps developed some self-limiting beliefs um, it can be really difficult to trust yourself and trust that intuition but for me I have complete trust in myself now that if I feel called to do something, then that is 100% for me. Even if it goes completely pear-shaped and everything messes up, that was meant to happen because out of that comes a lesson that I needed to learn. And that lesson that I needed to learn then helps to push me further. So for me, having that trust in my intuition is everything. And in terms of with other people, I am, again, very much about them trusting their intuition because I can't sit there and say, oh, this is your strength and this is what you should be doing. And I I wouldn't want to do that to anyone. Um, But allowing that space for them to say, no, you are right. What you're what you're feeling and it's not it's coming out of the headspace, coming out of the thinking and even coming out of the heart space a little bit. And going into the gut space of how am I feeling about this? Because I think even when we are procrastinating and we have no idea which direction we should go in, we we still have a slight feeling there. There's something, you know, and I of, I will often do like the coin test, for instance, where, like, you know, heads one way, tails the other way. And it's not actually I will go with whatever one I choose. It's because it gives me my answer <laughs> uh, from my reaction to is it head or is it tails? I know what it is that I want to do. And I think giving other I I work with women so giving other women the space to say you know it's safe for you to explore here and to trust yourself and I will hold you and I will support you and we will go down whatever avenue feels right for you I think that is the real magic I agree holding space and providing space for women to trust themselves and to trust their intuition and to explore it is invaluable and not just in our everyday lives but also in our business is that in our minds I believe 
And in our hearts, I believe that we know what direction that we should be going. We know when when an opportunity arises and it's like, we should do this, even if it sounds terrifying, or when I known for many years that I've want to have a podcast and it just keep coming back to me and back to me and back to me. Why aren't you doing this? People would ask me, why aren't you, why don't you have a podcast? And it was, I think intuition's way, you know, energy's way of telling me I need to start a podcast and I need to be here and in this space and create a space for us to have these types of conversations, us to hear from other people that have had similar experiences and for us to create a space and say, you're safe here. You're listened to. We understand you and we're here to support you. It's so powerful, isn't it? Because there's not many spaces that you can go into where you are completely supported, like fully. We may hear the words a lot of, if you need anything, let me know. But it's not often that we perhaps feel safe enough to be able to explore. And I think, especially when it comes to our intuition, whether it is in business or personal life, whichever area of your life it is, you know, throughout our school life, for instance, we are taught you have to do things a certain way. We're even, we even teach our toddlers, and I'm guilty of it myself, so there is no judgment here, but finish your dinner. <laughs> I'm not hungry. Okay, but it's dinner time. You need to finish your dinner because otherwise you'll be hungry later. Our child is telling us that their intu- their intuition is, no, I'm not hungry. And we are teaching them, okay, but ignore that because I'm telling you it's dinner time. And, you know, even though simple things, we get messages throughout our whole lives, ignore your intuition, ignore your intuition. So we do have to kind of unlearn those things and come back to it again. Yes. Learn to trust our gut instinct. That is something that is really important. And when your gut and your intuition is telling you something, you need to listen to it. And that's a great point about the young children, teaching children from when they're young to trust themselves, to trust what their body and their mind is telling them. And I would love to hear what our listeners think about that. Do you teach your children to listen to their bodies, to listen to their intuition? Are you guilty of telling them, you know, it is time for dinner I and have that just a position, that kind of separate separation between listening to your body and listening to uh, the adults around you who believe that they're doing what's best for you? And where is that line? Where is that boundary of I I need to listen to myself and what I want? One thing I teach my daughter is um, about physical touch. Like I always ask her before I give her a kiss or a hug. And because I want her to have the ability to say, yeah, mama, that's okay. Or no, I don't really want a hug right now or a kiss. And even though it breaks my mama heart to not give her a kiss when I want to, I stand very strong. And I try to always remember that she's communicating with me that she doesn't want to be kissed right now. 
or she doesn't want to be touched. And it's incredibly important in her, I believe in women's and young girls' lives to understand that they have that boundary of saying no, and that's what that means. And trusting their intuition, I don't want to go there right now. And that the adult listens to them because I believe that that will carry forward in my daughter. And if a situation ever presents itself, when someone doesn't stop or doesn't listen, then she's able to to draw on the previous experiences and say, no, I said, stop, or this is making me uncomfortable or going to someone and telling them that they've made me uncomfortable because I asked them to stop and they didn't listen. Yeah, I could not agree more. And what you're doing for your daughter is so incredibly powerful. I absolutely love that. I think I don't know about you, but I know that I was certainly in situations as a child where it was no, go and kiss your uncle, whoever, go and give them a cuddle, you know, and you'd be slowly dying inside, (laughs) you know, because you really didn't want to. But yeah, having that power is, as you say, it's not necessarily in that moment where mommy just wants to give you a kiss and cuddle. It's the messaging that then plays out further down the line of having those boundaries of place of no this is my space and only you know I only allow people into it on my terms exactly Ooh, such a good topic I'll have to have you on again Kylie so we can dive into this I would love to (laughs) so many good things to talk about um the last question I'm going to ask you before we dwindle down is what advice would you give to someone who is trying to find their path in life I would say again I'm going to come back to intuition (laughs) I would say to try to ignore the outside noise as much as possible because I think with all of the access to any kind of media that we have literally at our fingertips and having this injection of what everyone else thinks and what everyone else is doing can weigh quite heavily on us and if you are if you are perhaps listening and are a little bit more sensitive to energy and are more empathic then that will probably play a bigger role because you will be absorbing that more from other people but being able to just take that time to be in your own energy to kind of switch off from the world around you do something that you love and reconnect to yourself again I think when you're in that quiet where you're not having the outside influence and you can just get to the center of you that's when you can really connect with your purpose and your calling and what it is that you really want not what the family needs not what your friends need from you not what you should be portraying on social media or should be doing for other people but what you want to do and I think when we're following our calling when we're following our intuition as I said earlier, we can never go wrong. You are aligned to it and you're being called there for a reason. So that would 100% be, be my advice. Switch off from the world and go inwards. Yes, I love that. And I think that's incredibly powerful and impactful for our listeners to hear is that we have to take the time to shut off all of the rest of the world. And that includes... It could include our family, our husband or wives, our children, our 
mother and sister-in-laws and our extended family and our friends and our colleagues and everybody else because intuitively we know inside what direction we should go. We just have to stop and we have to listen and we have to be willing to go down that path when it presents itself. Absolutely. I love that. I would love to hear from all of you. Tell us what you think today. What have you gained from this episode? How are you listening to your intuition? I would also like to take the time to thank Kylie so much for coming on today and sharing your zone of genius and your expertise and your experiences. I would love for you to share, how can we get connected with you? Oh, and thank you so much for having me, Rachel. I've absolutely loved this conversation. Um, so you, I own the Confidence Coven. So you can find me at the Confidence Coven. Um, I do, ha- if you want to connect with me on Facebook, I do have a free community over there. If you search Kyliana and you will be able to come and find me. I would absolutely love to connect with you, especially if you perhaps have related to some of the stuff that we've been talking to today. And thank you so much, Rachel, for having me. Okay, ladies and gentlemen, get over to the Confidence Coven. I thank you all for tuning in for this episode. Remember, all of our episodes are at 8 p.m. UTC time, 7 p.m. UK, and 12 p.m. Central Standard Time in the U.S. I can't wait for our next episode and I will see you there.